Yo. Hey, what's up? What's up, everybody? It's your boy Slizzy. Coming <laughs> out with another podcast segment. This is State of the New York Mind Podcast, episode two. Shout outs to my guy Well. What's up, bro? How you doing? What's good? It's Wale, yo. And this is also part of the uh, live from Best Style Voice in the New York Nets. This is Wale. What's going on, Slizz? How you? I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm in a good mood. It's a good day. It's it's nice outside, <laughs> you know. Yes, it is. Uh, my Knicks um won yesterday. Um, hopefully okay. we can win today. Spoil the Pistons season, and yeah, let's get it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you. Uh, the Knicks are playing the Pistons today, right? That is true. Yes, sir. So I'm just hoping for a win, man. That's that's what I'm hoping for. Gotcha. But I know you're going to the final game of Dwayne Wade. So yes, how sir. you feeling about that? Freaking awesome, man. First of all, the Brooklyn Nets are in the playoffs while the Knicks <laughs> salute, are trying salute. to thank you. While the Knicks are trying to um I know they're trying to spoil the Detroit the Detroit Pistons um playoff push, but we've already been locked in in the playoffs. So you know shout outs to Brooklyn for that. And also as you said before, this is Dwayne Wade's final game. The Heat have already been eliminated from playoff contention, but they played a um, Brooklyn Nets tonight. And I have the pleasure of being with friends and, you know, friends and family and loved ones to see the final game of NBA legend Dwayne Wade, 16 years in the game. He started his career in New York when he was drafted number five overall in 2003 draft. And now he's ending his career in New York um, as he plays his final game in the Barclays Center. So I'm just happy to be here. Yeah, man. Shooter. Um, shout outs to Dwayne Wade, man. Appreciate your long career. Absolutely. Um, shout out to Dwayne appreciate Wade. You bring in a championship for LeBron, helping LeBron. <laughs> LeBron is my favorite player of all time. So okay. Same here. All right. All yeah, right. So yeah, I, I appreciate Dwayne Wade. Um, since you're going to the game today, you know, mm-hmm. we're gonna keep this segment a little short. Okay. You try to get this one short, so you know you could you deal what you gotta deal with. So, Appreciate you know, that. let's um get right into it, man. I, I want to know what's your grade for the next season, and, and one thing specific that you're proud about the Nets going into this off season. To be real honest, man, the grade for the next season is an A. The only reason why I don't give them an A plus is because um. You know, it, we had some, we still had our faults here and there. We could have secured our playoff spot a little bit um, uh, a while ago, maybe about a couple games ago, and it had me a little scared. But that's the only reason why I don't give them an A+, plus, but I definitely give them an A. The Brooklyn Nets exceeded expectations this year. Nobody thought that they'd be um, in playoff contention, let alone the playoffs. It was supposed to be another rebuilding year. Um, D'Angelo Russell... Um, became an all-star this year, and he kind of did it. I think he kind of just flicked a button in his head eventually, especially after Karis LeVert got hurt. Um, at the beginning of the season, it was arguable that Karis LeVert was actually the best player playing for the Nets at that time. But then he had that uh, scary leg injury, unfortunately, and D'Angelo Russell just kind of took it upon himself to just, you know, carry the team as, with his um, star play, you know, and it got him an all-star nod this year. And we were winning games, you know, we gelled together every single, just about every single game that the Nets played as well, too, whether they win or they lost, whether they won or they lost, 
they played extremely hard. It was, it was, you know, excellent play throughout the whole season, played real gritty. They gelled together as a team. Um, as you know, too, Kenny Atkinson and Sean Marks, they both got um, their contracts extended, you know, Kenny Atkinson, the coach and Sean Marks, the GM, you know, yeah, and, yeah. You know which is excellent. And, you know, now we're in our final game of the regular season and now we're, you know, contending against the playoffs. I believe we're in the sixth spot right now. And I think that's locked in, if I'm not mistaken. And if it is, I believe that they will be playing Philadelphia in the first round of the playoffs, you know. So that's that's a tough team, man. Embiid and Simmons, (laughs) Butler, you know, they got a legit big three out there and they they actually – including Tobias Harris, as far as, you know, extra help, um, TJ McConnell, they got, you know, they got talent over there and they're trying to make a championship run. So it's going to be tough, but, you know, like I said, I'm very proud of the Brooklyn Nets for, you know, all the accomplishments this year. And not even just that, even after post, even after the postseason is over, um, they put themselves in excellent position to acquire one of those big K's, you know, whether it be Clay Thompson, whether it be, Kevin Durant, whether it be Kyrie Irving or whether it be Kawhi Leonard, you know? Yes, sir. Um, yes, sir. I, I know a lot of guys are talking about, you know, especially Kyrie and Kevin Durant potentially going to the Knicks um, because of their, you know, the Knicks market. And the Knicks seem to have some type of plan as far as to rebuild their franchise. But if it's just about the market, honestly, they could just come over here to Brooklyn and try <laughs> and try and win some games. You know what I'm saying? Like, we, we're looking excellent right now. Like I said, we got a legit all-star. We got great players that have already gelled together. And Brooklyn is just on the rise, man. So just to answer your question, I give, I give the Brooklyn Nets an A, man. They, they get an A grade from me. And we, we're going to do even better next year. That's good, man. Um, well, for me, the New York Knicks, we get an A-. minus. Um, okay. You know, so we build this season. Uh, no, I'm going to give them a B+. Plus. Okay, okay. B-plus because my main man, Fizdale, didn't install his offensive season this season. And I could kind of understand why because he had a bunch of players on one-year contracts. Um, You got – we got development out of our young players this season. You know, we got Kevin Knox, 19-year-old. We got the great Mitchell Robinson. This kid is a Mm -hmm. stud. 29 Mm -hmm. games with two straight blocks or more. Um, we got Lonzo Trier shooting forty percent plus from three. We got Damian Dotson. You know, we we got a nice little young core. Um, okay. going into the future, uh, you know, we had to get Chris Asposingas out of here, sadly, but <laughs> it had to happen. Um, seventy four million reasons why. Like I told you last time. Gotcha. Um, and we just rebuilding new management, new system. You know, you got. Scott Perry's coming. He's doing great things. He's mm-hmm. having great trades. He's making the right moves. So I give him a B plus. Only reason why I don't give him an A is because, like I said before, Fizdale didn't install his offensive system. I wanted to see more off ball movement, but I can understand mm-hmm. why. It's a young team. You don't want to throw too much on them. So mm-hmm. I'm 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 not really too concerned about. Um, David Fizdale and and our guys and our future and what's to become, like you said, man, free agency is around the corner. Mm-hmm. And for us, it's the draft. Um, the draft lottery, May 14th. Pray to God, pray to the Lord that we get the first <laughs> pick. But, you know, as a Knicks fan, be prepared to get the fifth pick like mm-hmm. I am. So, mm-hmm. you know, just hope for the best. Um, yeah, B-plus for me. Um, okay. 
David Fisdale developing the kids for me is a strong point to this season. So that's that's how I feel about it. Um, next up, who on the starting five has impressed you the most this season? Okay, well, I think that's a well. Who do you who do you think I'm gonna say? I think that's a pretty easy question. Who do you think I'm gonna say? Huh. D'Angelo, obviously. Uh, that, that, that's it, brother. That's it, man. <laughs> My man's 23 years old. He got traded from, oh, I, I, if, if anybody doesn't, I'm sure people know by now, but I, as you know as well, too, Magic Johnson stepped down oh, as the president God. of oh, basketball <laughs> operations for the Los Angeles Lakers. He said, and he is, you know, and he's he's the guy that made the, you know, that, He's the guy that made the move of trading D'Angelo Russell from L.A. to Brooklyn. Now, we know that his reasons were um, they were pretty legit considering what happened in that Lakers locker room between him, between D'Angelo and Nick Young. But that's in the past. We're not even going to talk too much about that. So I can't blame him too much. But it's just it's just funny how things come around full circle. You know what I'm saying? D'Angelo Russell's only 23 years old. Um, you know, he got drafted number two in the 2015 draft. And this year you know, um, putting up the stats, he averaged 21.1 points, um, seven assists a game, uh, shooting 36% from the three-point line, and, you know, almost 80% from the free throw line. And like I said, um, after Karis LeVert went down, he really took it upon himself to um, be the leader in that locker room and, you know, on and off the court as far as doing his things. And he's, he's put up some, you know, major numbers, especially towards the end, the second half of the season, when Brooklyn really had a legit shot as far as um really trying to make the playoffs. Yeah, he he's been playing well. I, I can't lie to you. The um D'Angelo. D'Angelo has been playing well. Yeah. It's all right, man. D'Angelo has been playing well, man. Yes, he I has. definitely agree. Mm-hmm. Um all star mm-hmm. changed his reputation, worked Absolutely. hard, and Absolutely. that's what you like to see, you know, that's what you like to see. Um, for me, God, Mitchell Robinson, obviously, this this kid drafted 36 overall. Thank you, Carmelo Anthony, for the draft pick. You know, Scott Perry made that great trade. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Carmelo Anthony. Um, this kid is special, man. Yes, Highest is. block percentage since Manuk Bowl, 10.9%. So on every possession, at least 11% of the time, he might block a shot. So mm-hmm. that's amazing. The block street, like I mentioned before, 29 games, still standing. Absolutely. 70% from, from field goal, um, plus 60% from free throw range. Mm. It, it, the kid is going to be special, man. He, he shot his first jump shot in last night's game, so I'm proud of that. <laughs> um, I'm proud to see him shooting finally. I definitely want to see him shoot. Yes. Um, He's going to be a stud, man. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm really excited about his future. I'm excited we traded for DeAndre Jordan. Mm. To you know, you know, get our kids a little accelerated as far as being in the NBA. Absolutely, um, he's helping Mitchell Robinson great. I'm loving mm-hmm. how Fizdale and the coaching staff is developing our players, and it's just you know, a good sight to see. Man. It's just yep. great to see developing these kids. Mitchell Robinson is showing great promise. Mm-hmm. He has been upping his rebound percentage. He's been rebounding the ball, defending. Blocking the most three point jump shots in the league this year at twenty two. Mm. It should be twenty four by now. Mm. But he he's a great player, man. He, um, well, he's not a great player yet, but he's going to be a great player. Yeah. And 
that's my pick, man, for the starting five. That that guy is gonna be he's gonna be legit. If you thought you. Jared Allen was good, <laughs> oh man, <laughs> wait till you get a load of Mitchell Robinson. I feel but, you. you know, I, I can't really harp too much on Yagi in the playoffs. I mean last in the East, so I can't really say too much. I gotta, but I know you I gotta ask you one question though, real quick, man. Why okay, okay. they they asked Mitchell Robinson? He is impressive. He's he's he he's a young prospect. Look, as far as defensively, he seems like he'll be a stalwart for years to come. But they asked him recently about Hakeem Olajuwon, and he didn't know who he was. What is up with that, <laughs> brother? That's not no. That's that's no good. Hakeem Olajuwon is one of the great NBA legends who, <laughs> offensively and defensively is like, you know, one of the best we've seen. And they asked him, you know, what about Hakeem Olajuwon? And he said, who? That's a no-go, brother. <laughs> I, I, I'll I give you this. I'll I, I give a, an excuse for Mitch. Mitch is young. He's 20. He was born in <laughs> 1999. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you got to understand, these the, the kids of their generation – they, the the players they growing up with is different from the players we grew up with, you know. So I got you. I got you got to take that in consideration. So when he said it, you you even heard in the locker room the other guys was laughing at him. So come on, man, they, they know. the dream. So, so it it is it, it was funny to me. Um, <laughs> come on, Mitch, man. But, yeah, you know, come on, man. <laughs> yeah, come on, man. Yeah. But, um, last thing. Uh-huh. I wanted to talk about. Um, I wanted to get into next season. Okay. And I wanted you to give me we, – we both go on, just jump out the window. Everything okay. go right in the offseason for both okay. teams. Jump okay. out the window. What's your cap ceiling on wins for next season? Um, To be honest, uh, um. I mean, obviously, free agency has a lot to do with that for both of our teams. You know, obviously, uh, uh, the New York Knicks, obviously, they're trying to they, – they've cleared off cap space, you know, trading um, Porzingis and um, putting themselves in a the draft position in order to try and get in the top three, potentially top one, because I know you all looking – everybody's looking at um, Zion Williamson. Um, even though he hasn't declared yet, um, I'm sure he will declare very soon, and when he does – he will be the number one prize of the um, of all the people oh, man, to I'm be praying. drafted. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? Of course, of course, you're praying. But um, you know the Nets. As far as the Nets is concerned, as far as the Nets are concerned, um, I know that, uh, like I said, free agency has a big part to do with that. Hopefully, we can land one of the K's. You know, you know, either Clay, Kevin, um, Kyrie, or Kawhi. Even um, Chris Middleton. A lot of people forget that Chris Middleton is a free yes, agent sir. this year as yes, well, sir. too. Chris Middleton. You got you got Jeff Green. You got Patrick you go. Beverly. You got there you go. Um, you got a, a lot of Danny Green. You got a lot mm-hmm. of guys who's in the free agency this year. Who absolutely both New York teams should be looking at both mm-hmm. of them. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. But but so, just in the case of if we don't get either of them, as far as the Nets are concerned, mm-hmm. um, what we've done this year. Um, to make this playoff push, um, it's instilled confidence in, I'm sure, in a locker room as far as the team is concerned and the franchise. Um, like I said, Kenny Atkinson and um, Sean Marks, they both got extensions so they can, um, you know, breathe a little bit easy and try to make their own imprint on what this team is, of what this team is supposed to do. And um, having about 40, we have 40 rims right now. And if we beat the Heat tonight, it will be 41. 
But um, I'm looking at 50 wins next season, man. I'm looking at us potentially being at, at the top of the East as far as like between the, I would say the two and the four seed, you know, try to see if we can get 50 wins and legit make our push. D'Angelo Russell has established himself as an all-star. Like I said, he's very young. He's not even in his prime yet. You know, he's only 23. Most players are in their prime at around 25, between 25 and 30, you know. And after his ordeal in Los Angeles, I'm sure he lost a bit of that confidence. But since he's arrived in Brooklyn, um, he's talked about him becoming more of a professional as far as a professional NBA player and conducting himself as such. And through the hard work and um, everything that he's been through just up to this point, it seems like all he's going to do is continue to um, rise as far as, um, as, a, as a star in this league. And if he continues to rise, um, Brooklyn should be following, you know, he's going to help us lead us the way and, um, regard, and that's it. And like I said, that's regardless of whatever free agent we land. Now, if we land one of those big free agents, like I said, I, I have our expectations to rise even more. But as far as right now, even even if we get no free agents, we should be pretty set for next year. All right. OK, I agree. I, I say 50 wins, even if y'all don't get a free agent. I'm confident in that roster. I'm, I'm, I'm confident in that roster. I give y'all props for that. Um, Kenny Atkinson, mm-hmm. hopefully David Fisdale can model him. Kenny Atkinson, people harp on David Fisdale. Kenny Atkinson, people fail to realize he got there about two, three years ago. So it, take, mm-hmm. it took him about two, three years to install his system fully Absolutely. without no key free agents, you know? Yep. So um, as far as the Knicks is concerned, if everything go our way, everything, like the draft, free agency, um, whoever we get, uh, yeah, I'm – Things I'm taking into consideration. Kyrie is off Boston. Kawhi mm-hmm. is off mm-hmm. Toronto. Okay. So I'm fully expecting both New York teams to win 50 plus. Mm-hmm. For the Knicks, though, mm-hmm. if we, the sky is blue. If we get Zion, KD, mm-hmm. Kyrie. Okay. I'm expecting 55 plus. Expecting. Yeah. I'm you not should. expecting. Nothing less than 50, 55 plus, only because you got the hype around Zion, you got mm-hmm. Kyrie, and you got KD. Mm-hmm. So the expectation should be let's win every game. You got a mm-hmm. bunch of guys already on this team who plays hard. You got Dennis Smith Jr. He's playing while he's hurt. That shows mm-hmm. a lot of grit, and I appreciate mm-hmm. him for that. Mm-hmm. Um, you got Kevin Knox, he's only getting better. You got Mitchell Robinson, he's only getting better. Lonzo Trier, who just so happened to be Kevin Durant. Young, Kevin Durant mentee, well, he mentored Alonzo Trier, and they share oh. the same um, share the same agent in Rich Kleiman. So, oh, okay. that's a beautiful that. thing. Um, the Knicks also have a bunch of assistant coaches that's great de- at developing. They're all young. Mm-hmm. Um, Royal Ivy, which is the main target because Royal Ivy is an ex-teammate of Kevin Durant in mm. OKC Thunder, and he's wow. right now one of the higher assistants on the Knicks staff, and he's also credited with getting Alonzo Trier mm-hmm. to pick up his dribble and looking for other people and stop being so tunnel vision. So mm-hmm. I'm excited about the future. Um, I'm excited about Kevin Knox, Mitch, Scott Perry, David Fisdale, as long as James Dolan just stay away from basketball <laughs> operations and just continue to pay the players, because I know he's going to pay the luxury tax. That's one thing about New York. Your owner will pay the luxury tax. Mm-hmm. And that's why I'm hype about New York. Mm-hmm. Um, 
final saying, I'm going to just say this, you know, the New Jersey Devils just moved up yesterday in the NBA draft lottery, and they moved up from three to the one. The New York Rangers yesterday moved up from the number fifth pick to the number two pick. Okay. I'm hoping and praying that their good luck rubs off on the Knicks and the Nets both together. <laughs> and we just, everything just go our way this summer. Because it's been a tough, if you're from New York, it's been tough these past 15 years from the New Jersey Nets to the Brooklyn Nets now, from the New York Knicks, Billy King. Mm-hmm. Damn near destroying the Nets franchise. He will That's never true. get a front office position again. <laughs> um, and you got James Dolan, a guy who acts like a baby. And don't get me wrong, he acts childish at times, but he stayed back from basketball operations. So hopefully, Adam Silver throw us dogs a bone and and, and just look out for us, man. What, what, what you got left, man? You you better first of all you better hope James Dolan doesn't hear this podcast because he might ban you from Knicks games for life. So so you <laughs> nah, know nah, we're, nah, and nah, you want you want to still attend Knicks games, man. So don't don't talk too much about James Dolan. You know he's yeah, yeah. slightly sensitive. But um uh, uh the last thing I gotta say as far as this is concerned is that uh, like I said I'm proud of the New York Nets. Um even if we don't go past the first round, I'm very proud of their progress. Um Brooklyn is definitely on the rise. Um. We're looking forward to free agency just as much as um, as the Knicks are. You know, I know the Knicks are trying to make sure that they lock down. You know, that's the that that that'll be ideal for the Knicks to get Kevin Durant, Kyrie, and Zion, obviously. But you never know. You know what I'm saying? Because if of y'all don't you come looking like, if it yeah, doesn't happen, you... no, I was saying if it if it doesn't happen, man, I I would hope that the Knicks still have some type of contingency plan. You know what I'm saying? Because Plan A doesn't always go. You know, plan A doesn't always go as expected. So you got to have a plan B. And when B doesn't happen, then you got to have C. You got to have contingency plans. So, but um, I, I would hope that the Knicks, you know, because even though I'm a Nets fan, you know, I'm still from New York, Brooklyn, born and raised. And I still, you know, I bang with the Knicks. As you, you know, I took a picture actually with Allen Houston um, this weekend. Yeah, um, I definitely shout out seen to that. Houston. I seen yeah, that. Shout out, I seen that. Shout out to Alan Houston for um, attending our second annual MSG Stair Climb, saluting the uh, um, 343 uh, that we lost at 9-11. Shout out to the FDNY as well, too. You know, that's why we got to shout them out. And basically, you know, just just shout out to Brooklyn, man. Brooklyn, we we on the, on the rise. We on the way, making that playoff push. And, um, yeah, shout out to D-Wade for, um, you know, having his last game once again here at New York. Um, NBA legend, three-time NBA champion. Um, you know, we, I, I also want to thank him, too, for helping LeBron get those two rings in Miami as well because LeBron <laughs> is my favorite player as well of all time. And um, yeah, thank man. you, you know what I'm saying? Thank you for also D-Wade for being socially aware as well, you know. Him and LeBron, along with others, um, have been very vocal as far as um, – you know, the issues that we face, you know, period, as, as you know, black men in this world, you know what I'm saying? And they, they put themselves on the forefront to speak to, to speak for us and also speak for those that don't have a voice themselves, you know what I'm saying? So, D-Wade, it's been an honor watching you these 16 years, you know, from a number five draft pick to NBA legend. It, uh, we salute you, brother. So, 
Uh, thank you, Dwayne Wade. And shout again, Nets, we hit. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah, yes, sir. Man, finally, man, shout outs to Dwayne Wade. Appreciate All you, right. brother. Great career. Um, shout outs to you, well. Appreciate you, All man. Right. Shout outs to Susie. Episode Go listen two. to that podcast. <laughs> yeah, man. Go listen to my Man Well podcast, man. Shout outs to yeah. everybody tuning in, man. Appreciate it, man. You already know. State of the New York Knicks podcast. You got yeah, well. Repping the Brooklyn Nets. Live from Bed Stuy, voice of the Brooklyn Nets. Y'all already know, man. All right, man. Peace out, everybody. All right. Take it easy.